tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Sleepy Hollow fans! It's the mid-season finale here at AfterBuzz TV. We're talking about Sleepy Hollow. Uh, I'm not even going to try to say the title of this episode, so let's just move forward. I'm your host... Novos Ordu Seclorum. It's what means fighting against tyranny Novos and stuff, yeah. Ordu Seclorum. I don't know. Whatever. Hey, Novos Ordu Seclorum. What you doing over there? Hey, you know I'm talking Sleepy Halloween. Nah, I'm talking Novasora Seclorum in there. Let's uh, jump in. So, guys, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Please forgive whatever just happened. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, this uh, tonight. And, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's just jump right in. Uh, you can tweet at me throughout the week, throughout the show. I've got the chat roll up on my phone. Uh, you can tweet at me at that Zach Wilson and Stephen Lemieux back this week. You guys can tweet at me at Stephen Lemieux. And do me a favor and go follow the Popcorn Talk. Just for me, just do that. It's all real good stuff over there it's on Popcorn good stuff. Talk. Movie uh, talk. Jackie Borowski regrets that she could not join us here tonight. But be, be assured she will return Whenever the show does. Yeah, me, uh, Zach, and Jackie were trying to take on the Dark One. Jackie just pulled a bunch of, like, energies out of me with a crystal and jumped in a tree, and she couldn't be here tonight. Yeah, but undoubtedly she will return because... It was a fairly foreshadowing event of tonight's episode, what happened to Jackie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just, we really got to understand where all the characters were losing Jackie to an evil tree. Evil tree, you know? She's performing on stage in an evil tree. She shouldn't have, we shouldn't have been hashtagging evil tree. That's when it came for us. It's like it, these people know what's going on. All right, let's let's get into this episode. Uh Stephen, let me first reactions. What did you think? Uh um, I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, you, you go ahead. All right, I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I'm was not a huge fan of this episode. Um I think it had a couple really cool things but had some weird logic issues that I didn't quite latch onto. I like what we're building here with uh, the hidden one. Um, I think there's some cool stuff in that character, but it gets muddled around some sort of confusing elements. If if the hidden one and Pandora are gone after this episode, I hated this episode. I don't think they will be. That's that seems way too much of a build. To That's just go what I nowhere. would think too. Yeah. But I'm just saying that straight up. Like if this is the last we've seen of them, and then Abby's gone, like I would hate it. No, I mean we've complained about Sleepy Hollow in the, in the past, but they've never been one to <laughs> Darius in the chat says, "Hey guys, is Pandora still good?" Is <laughs> well, actually, here's the thing. All right, let, let's, moving forward, she might be. Let's let's talk about these about these villains, though, because here's the thing: is that this is the good uh, version of Pandora, or sort of that I was talking about, because now we understand her goal, her and the hidden one. We understand what the want is from them, and as villains, they sort of became a f- more full picture. 
they are ancient beings, so they knew the Earth when it was in its earliest form, in its most primitive stage. Natural. And the desire to return to that is good. That's a good, reasonable want. You're, like, you're really I, bending it. She's not... If we're going to say that Abby and Ichabod are good, Pandora is not good. Oh, I don't mean that she's good like she's a nice person. No, I but mean, I mean she's just she's not on the good side. Okay, it, I was it, holding on to it for so long. Okay. She's not on the good side. Yeah, I will yeah. I will concede the point. Fair. Yeah. Okay, I will right. concede yeah, the yeah. point, guys. Thank you Darius for calling me out even though I've called myself out all season yeah. long. But Darius, would you not say that that would have been an interesting turn? Had she been good? She's good in the way that if I say, hey, let's wipe out the human race so the earth can flourish again, and you called me good. She's good in that way. But I'd say from your perspective, somebody wants to kill all of humanity is probably not good. Just saying. Yeah? Yes, not good. But uh, like I've said on this show and a number of other shows – they may, they are beginnings of good villains because, to themselves, they are the heroes of the story. And that's what makes them understandable. I get what they're doing, and I'm not even 100% against their goal. It's their methods that are wrong. Um, but the idea of fixing the problems of the Earth, not having wiped out all the species that humans have been responsible for wiping out, that's what uh, uh, E2Elu says that he he as soon as he comes back he can feel the species that we've that have gone he can feel that the water is tainted uh fracking fracking um uh fracking yeah uh well i can't swear so no fracking is a thing fracking is a fracking is a thing that yeah kills yeah. species so it yeah. just makes sense yep um so I, get, I like that aspect of it. I like that they had a, a goal that we could understand. That said, what they were doing in this episode was confusing. Um, they were He was taking the power out of Jenny. Look, you just, you really, you gotta take your strong female character and put her in a position where she's just getting power sucked out of her and she can't do anything. Um, but here's the thing. Would that not have been good for Jenny? I mean, like, yeah, he's a, he's an evil, quote-unquote, god, but they're trying to get the power out of Jenny. He's getting the power out of Jenny. But then he'll be all-powerful if he gets it all. Yeah. So basically, he's... If he had gotten all the power, it would have been like, okay, are we really going to think that this dude from the 18th century is going to be able to stand up against a god? I mean, really? Like, we're really gonna we're gonna well, really gonna think that that's normal? But now we can say, okay, he's powerful, but he doesn't have all his god powers because those got sent back down to Hades or wherever we think he's from in the tree. Yeah, I. Here's my issue with the whole. I also had an issue calling him a god personally. Um, it, within the world of Sleepy Hollow, first of all, they say uh, this is this is our first god, to which. What makes him so much more... What makes him different from Moloch? What makes him different from Moloch? Like, what makes him so much more powerful than Moloch? He don't need no stinking mirrors. <laughs> he needed a tree. He needed a tree, but he got his woman. His woman is the one. He didn't use no 
Harold from Harold and Kumar. Um, no, I think he's different from Moloch in that it's not really a power structure. It's like Moloch is in control of these demons and he controls people and things like that. This guy and he, doesn't Moloch rules over a whole realm. Yeah, this guy this guy rules over the bad people. Moloch was just purgatory, all right? Mar- Moloch's like, you know, maybe like Moloch's like jail. You spend a day in jail, you're with Moloch. You go to the like the Supermax facility, you you're getting you're getting tapped by freaking the dark one. The dark, yeah. Apparently, um, E2 Elu in Sumerian. I can't remember if they said this in the episode or if it was just like what I was looking up when I was researching I before we t- came in here. But apparently, translates in Sumerian to just dark god, um, which is fine, I guess. I mean, it, it could be uh, referring to the dark realm that he came from, or it's racist. So I'm just saying they pick they picked the name, not us. You guys are gonna like hate me so much, but I'm gonna go on prediction right now because everyone in the chat's talking about Betsy Ross right now, and how we haven't seen her, in and how we haven't seen her in forever. And okay, guys, you 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 take Abby out of the picture, right? You send Abby down to Hades. We're assuming that the Dark One's Anubis. It's the Eye of Anubis and things like that. It's just oh no, you know, I know what's where coming. You're going. All right, so you send Abby away. You have two options. Oh, I really liked the thing with uh, Joe Corbin or Corbin Jr. Well, hold on. Get your Betsy okay, Ross sorry. theory out. So you have two options. You either have Ichabod team up with Jenny and have the adventures of Ichabod and Jenny trying to get a- Abby out of Hades. Or you have the adventures of Ichabod and, and Jenny needing... Another witness to take down, um, to take down the Dark One and Pandora, and as I said in previous episodes, that I believe Betsy Ross to be a witness of that time. They did. They did make it clear this episode that there are other witnesses and that they are from a lineage of witnesses. But so let's just say we now know that it's possible to bring people back to life. Yes, but I will say to just. Uh, against the Betsy Ross as a witness theory, they specifically froze Ichabod because they needed a witness. So why wouldn't they have just used the witness that they had? They only were able to freeze Ichabod because he was injured and not dead. He was mortally wounded by the axe. Yes. So he had the horseman's power transferred into him. That's the only reason they were able to freeze him. All right. Fair enough. So if if she had died normally, I don't think they would have been able to freeze him. Remember, because that's why him and the horsemen are connected when they wake up. He, the horseman wakes up and Ichabod at the same time. Yeah. Um, I think that if Betsy was a witness and she died, or if Betsy was also sent somewhere else, or whatnot. Or there's two options. They can go back in time. We've seen that happen. Or they can resurrect her. And we've now seen that happen. Yeah. So, you know, you could just pull out of your writer's handbook of things that you shouldn't do and figure out how are they going to get Betsy back. Because if she's a regular, she's the one who could team up with Ichabod. Having Betsy Ross and Ichabod in the present would be more interesting than having them in the past, though, I think. Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't think, and I think the chat roll agrees, um, Yeah, Boo, Boo 69B says, please don't tell me Betsy Ross taking Abby's place. Um, 
Betsy Bo- A. Wilson says, Betsy Boobs witnesses nothing other than push-up bras. Um, uh, Betsy Ross disappearing. The show took a hint. Says Fabulous A. Delecto. Um, let's just ask this straight up. I, like, do you, and I want to know what you guys think in the chat roll, too. Do you think Abby is gone? Forever? Like, is she dead? Oh, no. Yeah, thank you. I I don't think anyone thinks Abby's dead. Yeah, uh, people are saying, like, in the chat, like, oh, the, online it says she's dead. People have died on this show. It doesn't stop them from being on the show. Uh, Frank Irving. Um... This is what frustrates me about this. Why? Why I didn't have a. Why I didn't really enjoy this episode? At the end of the day, because um, at the end, this big cliffhanger. They're like, "Oh, it's going to be a big cliffhanger." Mid-season finale, three months off. It's going to be crazy. We know you're not getting rid of one of the main two characters. We know that's not happening. I've, I've talked about this on on Doctor Who a lot. When you end an episode with the Doctor in mortal peril, we know that that's not going to be that it, we're not worried because we know as t- as viewers that that character is going to come back. You didn't get rid of that character. That character did not die. This show would not continue without Abby. It just wouldn't. It's about Abby and Ichabod. Abby being more the main character than Ichabod. So yeah, we. I mean, I would say, and yes, you could do a, a, an episode or two without her, but I can't imagine that they ch- would even try to do another half of a season with just Ichabod and the. So what do you? Other so there, what do you think they're going to do with that Abby then? I, I mean, this is kind of conjecture, but what do you think they're going to do with her? They they could send her to Elysium. She could be in the Greek ap- underworld. Mm-hmm. She could be in Hades. She could be in Elysium. You you could have her. I mean, hell, they were summoning Norse gods. They could have her going through every single heaven-ish afterlife or hellish afterlife of different religions. Like you could have her doing a lot. All you could have her on a Dante's Peak. I mean, not Dante's Peak. Dante's <laughs> Inferno like adventure. Very different thing. Oh uh, yeah, you could have her on a Dante's Inferno type adventure. And while Ichabod's doing things, that would be a very different way to go. So I don't, and that's the thing. Like that's she's not dead. Like they blew it up as if she died, like Jonathan Revere. But that's not. I don't. That's what I mean. Like we're. That's not. She's not gone. Dead, maybe not gone. Dead, iffy. Can you die in the afterlife? The real question is, can you die if you've entered Hades before you explode? Because, right? I mean, uh, it's not meant for people living. That's a that's a fair question. I mean, it I guess so if we assume that Hades or the afterlife is what is through the tree. Abby went into the underworld and then got blown up by the power of the eye. Um I guess it's possible that she rec- she reclaims uh that she's able to like just be reborn. Within the underworld, um, I would love to see her like traveling the River Styx, uh, stuff like that. That could be really cool. It could be. 
Yeah, it could. I feel like if we get it, we'll just get it in flashbacks, though. They don't have the budget to do something like that. Yeah. Um, Fabulous A. Delecta does make a good point. Um, what They said, uh, what, that, what I like about her dying is the emotional state of the whole team. That is fair. That is fair. Like, the, the next episode after this will be interesting to see how Ichabod, Jenny, and Joe move forward without Abby. I just, what I'd like to see... And I think they're going this route. They're trying to make each character more interesting in their own right, right? So you have you have Ichabod who already has his thing. You had Ichabod, Abby who was very interesting to begin with because she's just – she's a witness. She's with Ichabod. She can do magic technically if we really look into it. Then you have Jenny who just absorbed the eye of Anubis or we're assuming it is, the all-seeing eye and had it taken out of her through something that's broken. So you never know if something's left in there. She could still have powers. She could attain some kind of power to see or yeah. foresight. Uh, then you have uh, Corbin Jr., who's looking into lycanthropy and looking into ways to make it benefit them if possible. So you have all these characters trying to find and they're trying to like, make each character supernatural in its own right, Yeah, which I really like. I think they're doing a smart way of – if that is what they're going for, they're doing a smart way of developing it because it's not just an overnight thing. It's – different developments are leading to these characters having their own type of power. And if if things serve, it could be a good storyline to see how Ichabod and Jenny and Corbin Jr. can develop without Abby battling this. Because we're not... I think that the big gimme for this, for this series is that throughout the series, we've all been thinking, okay, no matter what, there are two witnesses that are against a centralized... Uh, world-ending theory, right? There's two witnesses that are against it, and you need the two witnesses to defeat that. So I feel like, as a viewer, if the two witnesses are together at all times, there's no way the world's going to end. I mean, if you really look at it, if the story is the witnesses prevent the discretion of the world, and we have the two witnesses together at all times, it'd make it more interesting to get rid of one of them and figure out a way to separate them, and now now Ichabod has to focus on not being just a witness. They have to use uh, mental prowess. They have to use thinking outside the box. Maybe it becomes they need Corbin Jr. to actually dive into lycanthropy so they can defeat I, what they need I've to. I've been saying it all season. I would, I would, as soon as they brought him back, I was like, it would be so interesting if he had to deal with being a Wendigo. Like, what is the postscript of that? Yeah, um, I would. That would be amazing uh, because I think because that's a good dynamic. That's an interesting thing that the show hasn't dealt with before. What like basically, what if you had a team member that was a werewolf? I mean, they did it on Buffy. I'm sorry, everyone that hates when we bring up Buffy, but it was no, a good dynamic. It was I'm a saying, good yeah. dynamic to have because having a teammate that you can't always control can give you very interesting aspects. You can throw him into situations where you just need a powerful person and it doesn't matter if he's entirely like focused. You just throw him in there and make him rage until he calms down and then you save the day. Well, you have Abby sacrificing herself for her sister. Which... And that was nice and I liked I liked that we're relating it back to season 1 and as it like that not for not to not like we totally forgot that all of this stuff happened. Um so that was cool. I think um, we can talk a little bit about what we think is going on with Reynolds and Abby being an asset. Yeah. Um, what I want to touch on in this and that we've never really – we've never brought it up even though it's kind of been like a subconscious knowledge thing. 
there's no way that um, there's not current world good guys that that don't know about the witnesses and don't know about supernatural things. You mean that do know? There's no way there's not people who don't. There's not people who don't You're know. You're saying that you believe there are good people in the world who know about the witnesses. I'm being fairly clear, Zach, when I say I don't believe there are people who don't know. All right. Okay, um, so I think we, that... I, well, it we was didn't a, talk about it. I talked about it last week. Oh, okay. So <laughs> at the at the height of the presidency, you'd have to think if, if George Washington has this whole network on creating America that knows about all this stuff, mm-hmm. you'd think things would last throughout the centuries and there'd be some kind of organization like Torchwood or whatever that... Well, you here, I mean, again, another thing in this episode that I just, I liked what they were starting with, but it just seemed to, it didn't go the right way, bringing in the Masons. Ichabod, of course, would be a Mason. That totally works. The Masons are a current society that you could easily fold into this that could be really cool oh they my god i hated the animal one, house reference though. One, i don't know i didn't like the animal house reference was silly whatever okay. i could have just moved past it um as a cute little like gag what what i what my problem with that scene is that like there's one copy of this ancient ultra valuable text and it's in a frat house at suny albany the worst like the biggest party school in the country and that's why literally by princeton review i had a cousin that went there and he i remember he was he verified their rating basically just a party school um why was the book left there so if there are good so to your point if there are good guys who know about all this and it seems that reynolds would because if he's had sophie foster working with uh, Nevins for all these months dealing with the supernatural stuff. Of course, she's going to have reported back to him that at least they think this is real. Um, why was this super important book, which had a window that light was coming through, so it's not like that room was totally buried. How did no one know it was there, and why was it left all alone? I mean, I think the most basic question is if if the Hessians are around now. Yes. How are there? How have they not taken over the world yet? Unless there was a force against them, I would really love for the Hessians to come back. That was such a big part of season one, and they made it feel like it was such a bigger thing within this world. It's surprising that we haven't seen it in two years. I think we've just been so. This season really caught us up on Sleepy Hollow, the town Sleepy Hollow. But I think we need to expand outside of that to what is yeah. the real world and what are the other people who know about what's going on. I want Sleepy Hollow Europe. Wait. It's like Disneyland. You got Disneyland UK. I want Sleepy Hollow UK. Yeah, except that like Sleepy Hollow is a specific town. Yeah. Um, but no, I would love to see – but you're right. Three seasons in – we should be expanding the world we live in, not shrinking it. So well, it's I would tough love... when you have a strong first season and a second season that just throws everything out the window. And they did have to sort of just get back to basics a little bit while still moving forward. Okay, I get it. We have a big hiatus now for several months. I would love to come back and have gone out further into this world. Who knows? I mean, you could even have Reynolds and Sophie Foster, or even just Sophie Foster, like behind Reynolds' back, working with our little Scooby gang 
on whatever projects to get Abby back. Like I that wouldn't be totally outside the realm of possibility because if they do take a 3 month break within the show and jump us forward like they did at the start of the season. I mean, it could be like a fringe thing and they say one year later. Well, that's what I mean, but you could do 3 months later and just like keep it in time with the amount of real world time that's passed. Yeah, you could. And you know, we're banking on the fact that the tree takes you to the underworld. That's true. When, in reality, the tree could just take you somewhere else in the real world. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, she could wander into there and, like, pop out in a pyramid in Egypt. So she walked out of the tree with the body, correct? With, what's his face? Last episode? Um, that was where, uh... The, where Itu Inu, Itu Ilu emerged from. He came out of the tree with He came her. out of the tree with Pandora, yes. Okay. Or Pandora, like, brought him out. I, I can't remember exactly if she was in the tree at the time. Either way, he came out of the tree. Got it. So, he was down there, wherever there was. It could have been the afterlife. It could have been a tomb. He was mummified, and we did see his... Um, we did see that the Sumerian carving was very Egyptian, the way that it was designed. Um, I don't have enough working knowledge of Sumerian culture to know if that if they have enough crossover. I mean, um, you if you unlike Ichabod, who apparently took a lot of Sumerian language courses at Oxford. I mean, what would you do if the first scene in the next episode is it could be is not it could be is uh, Abby's uh, Jackie's like. Eh. <laughs> What if the first season of uh, After We Get Back From Break is Abby coming out of a pyramid? In present day. I'm on board. She's coming out of a pyramid in present day, and she's now in uh, I'm on board. Hey, in the real world, they just found some crazy extra tomb inside one of the pyramids of King Tut. Yeah. That they think is like some ancient, uh, that might be his mom or something. Um what if that's where uh, Itu Inu is? That was the home of the dark god. The hidden one. Hidden until now. That'd be really cool if... Oh my god, guys. So, the explosion caused the shift in the pyramid, and archaeologists unearth a tomb, and they open it, and it's Abby. And she's like, <laughs> literally five minutes had passed or something like that, yeah. but they open it, and, and there's a there. there's a person there, and she's like... No, I'm from Ter- I'm from Sleepy Hollow. You, I'm, I'm an FBI agent. That would, I don't have my badge because I turned it in. That would be a really Sleepy Hollow thing to do. It would, but that would be cool. Yeah, I would. That would be a fun. I that think would that'd be, be interesting, interesting, and it would be different. It'd be different, and it wouldn't stop the story. And we could develop her story on how she's getting back to Sleepy Hollow without using up the entire budget on special effects for the River Sticks or something. Yeah, I mean, you could easily. I mean, I'm sure that. They have some sets. They could go over to Universal and just uh, shut down the mummy ride for a day. Uh. <laughs> Emotep. Emotep. Um, so, um, I mean, that's the, that's sort of the the episode as a whole. There's Nevin a, got eaten. Nevin got dragged somewhere. The implication was that he's still alive. What? Wasn't it? I didn't think so. Her eyes turned green, and there was a pool of freaking blood where he was sitting. Maybe. I, mean, I thought he got eaten whole. Did he actually get eaten? Yeah, I think she's like a serpentine kind of thing. Oh yeah, they never really dealt with that. No, she's they still like... haven't. They still haven't explained why she got all scaly. 
Yeah, I think she's like serpentine in some ways. Um, I hadn't thought that she ate him. I was just like, the body's not there. And to me, no body, no death. I I don't believe I don't believe a character's dead. And this is a minor character, so I guess it's fine. But like, I generally don't ex- don't believe a character's dead until I see the body. In this case, I think that she she kind of ate him, <laughs> pretty much. Pandora I don't think I had an appetite. Oh, speaking of Pandora's box, um, iTunes. Well, I was going <laughs> to... threw was, you off there so much, I'm sorry. Totally did. Um, but no, might as well, uh, if you've got them up, or if you need a moment. Well, can... guys, speaking of Pandora's Box, if you haven't uh, already, this is your last chance in 2015 to go to iTunes, rate us five stars, and leave us a comment, because if you do, what do we do for you, Zach? What do we do for uh, you? We'll give you a shout-out here on the show. We will give you a shout-out here on the show. It's a truly valuable thing that you can... Did you do shout-outs last week, Zach? Uh, yes. Did you? I'll just do the one from last week anyway. One of my favorites from JRNA424. Looking forward to this after show every week. Love the host. Thank you, JRNA. We love you too in a very, very cool way. A hopefully good end to a better season by Lanavase. Oh, what's up, Lanavase? Reading your name again. I hope all of you return for the Sleepy Hollow podcast in the new year. This season has been shockingly better than the second one, and your after show made it even more so. Since you were absent last week, Stephen, what did you think about the Berserkers not being Titans and about Nevin's working for Pandora and her living god of a master? Um, I don't think it's a master as much as it seems that way. I think it's a lover, and I think yeah, she's I doing mean, everything she now, wants out of love. Now that we've seen the episode, yeah. Yeah. And the Berserkers not being Titans, I mean, come on. Berserkers, Titans, like, semi-similar, just different, different uh, myths behind it. Uh, Liz Sickle says, fantastic podcast. Every week I make sure to check out this podcast because sometimes I miss things when I watch the show live. Everyone gets involved and is great with reviewing the episode and all of them seem to know their stuff. I don't know where I'd be without a great podcast. Love you guys. All right. That's it. Guys, we got 232 ratings and 163 consumer reviews. So between now and when we get back, I want to make that 170 customer reviews. So we need, that just means seven of you guys need to go on there. Give us five stars as a comment. Seven more. Um, So speaking of Pandora's box. Speaking of Pandora's box. um, (laughs) The chat roll is just. It's exploded. It's gone. Yeah, well. <laughs> There's just two people. Uh, Darius just like, ha, Pandora's box, <laughs> and a good guy just lol, Pandora's box. <laughs> I did the same thing during the episode. Um, I, but I really, I actually thought it was really cool. Uh, Ichabod going, uh, going rogue, trying to summon out of her own box. Yeah, <laughs> he's reaching for Pandora's box, and she said no. That's mine. No means no, Ichabod. Yeah, no. You don't just go into a girl's box. And start yelling at it. <laughs> Hoping something will come out. Yeah. Especially uh, in the maternity ward. Oh, st- you took it. I did. I just step made too it far. less subtle. Step too far. Um, um, all right. As Before we get into this, uh, Raymond, our fantastic engineer, if you could pull up the Downton Abbey uh, theme real I, quick. I think, um, that, uh, I think that a lot of stuff escaped Pandora's box. In that moment? Well, he wasn't summoning one thing. He was just summoning anything. Well, he picked one... Uh, didn't he pick, like, one spell? Yeah, I feel like he was just... He said, let's just see what comes out of here. Uh, maybe he just didn't know. Uh, just uh, pull up the... Uh, Raymond, just pull up the uh, Downton, Downton Abbey, Abbey theme, song. theme We'll get to it in a moment. Downton Abbey? Yes. Okay, 
He's so confused. It's okay. <laughs> It'll all be okay. Well, it won't be. It'll be horrifying. It'll but, be terrible, and you won't uh, like us anymore. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> A. Wilson says, Nevins used her box. He did. He, he did. did. Um, and she was pissed. I mean, she ate, apparently ate him because of it. Um, so... Okay, so so Ichabod, you th- you think that Ichabod did did summon something out of the box? We just didn't see it. Headless. Oh, <laughs> please, sleepy writers, if you have any kindness left in you, that's pretty good. Give us headless back out of the box because it's sleepy hollow how can you do sleepy hollow without the headless horseman the real question is what's the only thing that can beat the headless horseman two witnesses yeah so i just like i i loved that introduce something that could defeat both pandora and the dark one headless maybe what if one revelation hits the Franklin other? Frankenstein. Rev- well, they mentioned Benjamin Franklin. I was like, are we gonna get Franklin? Are we gonna get naked Franklin? I don't want naked Franklin. I want Franklin Stein. Can we get both? No, Zach. <laughs> Jackie's gonna run away again. <laughs> we don't want Jackie running away with a freaking rock and going into a tree and exploding again. That's what. And ending up on stage. We we have to go to Egypt, Steve. That's what we're gonna have to do over the break. We're gonna have to get. I've already been there. It's not very safe right now. We're going to have to crowdfund a trip to Egypt and then crowdfund an archaeological dig to find Jackie. Send your checks payable to AfterBuzz TV. Don't do not do that. Don't do that. Please, please. No. Please. Darius says, Headless probably escaped and is pissed at Pandora and the Hidden One, and maybe he'll become an ally. That would be cool. That would be fun. Well, because he's not under mollusk control anymore. He's just, um, what's his face? Neil Jackson. Yeah, he's just Neil Jackson. Um, No. um, Let's get Neil. Hashtag bring Neil Jackson another paycheck. (laughs) Let's get him back on the show so Um, he comes on our show again. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I would. Here's the thing. Again, just going back to what is this show at its core? This show is a modern reimagining of the Sleepy Hollow to the legend of Sleepy Hollow tale. What and like and and, and expand out from there. The two key pieces of that story are Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman. And we're missing the big one right now. The Headless Horseman. So I would love to see a version of this where the Headless Horseman and Ichabod Crane are fighting on the same side to defeat evil. That would be awesome. You know it'd be crazy? Is if when Abby went Abraham. into the when Abby yeah Abraham when Abby went into the tree, she emerged in the Sleepy Hollow film with Johnny Depp out of that tree. Oh man! And uh, Christopher Walken is now the other witness. So now we have walking Abby. You know, I see we've got these two witnesses here. All right, I lost it. I went real. Bro- I went Brooklyn with it. Um, all right, you went very Brooklyn. With yeah, it. look. <laughs> From New York. What can I do? Um, anyway. Try um, not to summon the demon again. I'm going to stab you in the eye with a soldering iron. I'll have your head for breakfast. Reynolds. All right. You're uh, not my friend. This is, the, you know what? I'm going to turn on my back. 
While we're into some real bad accents and voices, I think it's an appropriate time for a I think trip my accent's pretty good. To Sleepington Abbey. Kill the music. Welcome back to one final trip to Sleepington Abbey for this, the year of our Lord, 2015. This week, Miss Abby Mills was lost to a tree while her sister was saved. I heard that Miss Pandora did racist her husband out of the grave and then was baptizing him in some infected waters. I was trying to go to the tree that I live in and a woman came out of it. (laughs) Most scandalous. Scandalous. Uh... Did you hear that Mr. Joe Corbin was caught trying to summon forth his Wendigo past from out of a book? Most scandalous indeed. Most scandalous. I saw a man put another man in a gem and put that gem in a box and then blow that box up and the gem might be escaped. It might be. I'm talking about Abraham. Yeah. Music's gone. It's probably our worst one to date. I, that's a high order. Um, I think the Christopher Walken uh, guest star on Sleepington Abbey may have been a, uh, a jumping the shark moment for Sleepington Abbey. Cancellation imminent. Zach, I'm going to tell you, we're talking about Sleepy Hollow, Season 3, Episode 8. Novus Autosiclorum. All right, all right, let's do and predictions. And that's pretty much it. Hit hit the predictions. Let's let's. Not that we haven't been predicting the entire episode. Let's end on a strong note. I, I can't do that. Look, if you're gonna come down here, you're gonna talk to me about Sleepy Hollow. It's only like 20 minutes away from Brooklyn. I mean, Sleepy the Headless Horseman. I think he's gotta go up to Brooklyn and go find some gangsters and really start some stuff. It's, that's what Sleepy Hollow's gotta do. No, that would just um, be the strain. Oh God. No, no, <laughs> Let's no. <laughs> worse crossover than Bones. Somehow that would be a worse crossover. Anyway. Yep. All right. That's the it, only time I've said something that would be a worse crossover than Bones. Because at least Bones has likable characters. All right, so Ooh. let's talk predictions. This whole episode has been predictions. Yeah, I mean, we've already talked, we've, guys. We've already done predictions. Um, but, we're just, we're but just dragging because we're going to miss you guys. Sum up. Um, I think we're going to get Headless back second half of the season. I don't think Abby is dead um, or even gone in the slightest bit. She will return if not, I think we're going to get one episode. We're going to go that first episode back on February 5th, which, reminder, guys, will now be on a Friday um, because Fox apparently has no faith left in this show. Or they're trying to take capitalize on Grimm's audience. That's the only positive explanation. Um, that first episode back, we won't see Abby until the last 20 seconds. Yeah, I agree, and I really am hoping it's that pyramid thing. Yeah, it'd like, be cool. Because finding, finding a present-day human in a long, ancient pyramid would just be hilarious and awesome. Wow! Yeah. Fabula! A delecto! Wow! They say in the chat! <laughs> no, I believe they said, Stephen, please stop with the walk-in. I'm begging you. 
That was what the chat roll boo, said. A 69 B's. All right. Um, I think that's uh, let's cue the music. I think that's going to do it for uh, for the first half of this season of Sleepy I, Hollow here at Afterbus TV. I would say that we're running out of time, but I'm walking. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, for joining us all this year. Um, obviously, we will be back uh, in February. Uh, stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter and, and uh, pay attention to the channel. Uh, that way you can uh, find out exactly when we'll be taping. We're not sure with the shifted schedule. It might be Sundays. might be Mondays. We'll, we'll get back to you. We'll figure Sorry it out. Sorry we didn't do a pun jar. You could probably have bought an Xbox One with the amount of money that was yeah, put Yeah, I that. can't afford I can't afford it. Um, all right. Until then, Stephen Lemieux, where can everyone keep up with you? You guys need to do me a favor and tweet 123Jackie underscore B about how much you loved her opinion on tonight's episode. Again? And how much you think she was great on the after show. But go ahead and toss her a follow She's at the same time. She's not going to again. Also, you can tweet me at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X. Definitely go and follow The Popcorn Talk. It's my... Uh, other network where we do movie shows talking about movies yeah, and Marvel and DC everything so check that out and uh, I think we're going to do the watch along for the Sleepy Hollow movie yeah I think probably sometime in January or February right before we come back you me and Jackie will sit down yeah and do we want to do it like as a bringer back to we'll do a mystery science theater style which is what the walk alongs are watch along uh, a little bit less comedic more more like commentary but yeah it's well be fun. yeah I mean this one it'll be both but uh, you might see us walking. No. Um, guys, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson. And uh, keep on Twitter and all that for all sorts of stuff that I'm working on, including a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. Uh, you can find me on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Grimm, Doctor Who, and a whole bunch more. Until February, guys, I'm Zach Wilson. And thanks, thanks for, for geeking, geeking out with us. us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Good night, sleepyheads. Till February. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 